This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's happening? It's 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 time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. How about them Cowboys? They lose on the road, twenty-eight sixteen. People said this was a trap game. Did you buy into that? Well, look, I think if they're who they pretend to be, it's not a trap game because we talked about this a little bit last week. And one of the reasons I thought they would continue to flex their bully muscles is because Mike McCarthy, we're in week three. And all he's got to do is go back to week two and week one, the only two weeks we played football, and say, look what happened to teams in our division when they took these guys for granted. Washington's down at the half, barely beats them. Giants trailed by 28 at one point, right? Had to scramble, came back to beat them. What were the odds that, that you know what I mean, you can play that way? We can't be them. They, they, you want to talk about people quitting or whatever. I, I'm not going to say – I mean, I just think some dudes didn't show up. Their best selves didn't show up. They didn't think they needed their best selves to win this game. I mean, I, I thought they got pushed around in the first half and then it put a lot of pressure on that offense to have to do some things that they haven't had to do this year because they've been playing with a the lead. They've been getting defensive scores. They've been getting special team scores. They've been playing against completely inept operations like the New York Jets who are trying to win without a quarterback. And, yes, that's definitely better than Zach Wilson. And, and so then it became a situation where, oh, man, we got it. Not only do we have to straight up beat these guys, but we got to come from behind to do it, make up ground. And it it, it didn't bring out the best in them. Um, but the Cardinals came out and they established Connor early. And again, it looked like they they it looked like they were pissed off that it was a road game in their own stadium. You know what I mean? And I think they were yeah. probably a little pissed off that the whole world is coronating the Cowboys and. You know what I mean? They're they're two touchdown favorites, and they're like, well, you know, we 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 have played pretty hard. You know, we have kept these games close, and we have been way more competitive than anybody thought we were going to be because everybody thought we're tanking. And yeah, the owner is trying to tank, but they're not making it easy for him. So the players play. Yeah, and and they came out and they took it to 
two in the first half. And look, I'm not a big McCarthy guy. So do I think McCarthy's going to have the, the best play calls to dig them out of holes? Like, do I think he gets better as the situation gets tougher? No, not at all. And I, he's uber conservative. Um, and when they had to open it up a little bit, you saw some turnovers and stuff. So uh, I, I just – look, the Cowboys will make the playoffs because it's the NFC. I never – I don't consider the Cowboys a Super Bowl threat. I don't think the Cowboys are coming out of the NFC. I didn't think it after their two big wins. Um, and they'll go off and they'll beat a bunch of bad teams the next few weeks, and I still won't think it. Um, and not that's the end-all and be-all, but I just don't like the way they can never handle like they just can't really handle success. When the owner is the GM and the owner is your biggest cheerleader and the owner is that involved in it and the owner always thinks he has the best roster in football and always thinks, you know, it's his birthright to win a whole bunch of games and do it his way. It just that that paradigm doesn't work. I do not believe it'll work. I I certainly don't think it's going to work for Jerry Jones. Um, and so yeah, you come out and you're flat and you're not as good offensively as people think you are, and you're not really great playing from behind. And you show me anything they've done in the red zone, even in their wins, where you're like, oh, that was interesting. Or wow, where'd McCarthy come up with that? Like they didn't I have just, to. I don't know, man. In these first right? two wins, I just think they, they figure didn't have to. their players will go out there and win, you know. And then, well, what if they, what if, what if they don't, or what if things don't go our way? Um, you know, they've got talent; they'll win a bunch of regular season games. But I don't buy them. I, I fade the Cowboys every year. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Let, let me get on the record now. It's In the Huddle, guys. In the Huddle pod on YouTube. Subscribe, like us, make sure you check us out, and don't miss an episode. This game is why I don't trust Dak. And I heard Dak say after the game, you guys got what you wanted. Who's you? The media? Nobody's rooting against you, Dak Prescott. Here's where I want to go on the record. Three minutes to play. You could go down and score. And he throws a pick. How are you going to play in a bigger game against the 49ers as you did last year on the road if you've got to do that again? How are you going to play against the Eagles in the playoffs on the road, possibly, when you've got to do this. Week three, Dak, you needed to go down and score and you throw a pick with three minutes left. This is why I don't trust you. So I just want to go on the record. Super nice guy, would want him to date my daughter, has nothing Absolutely. to do with football, has nothing to do with the football aspect of things. And him calling us out, Jason, as if, well, the media got what they wanted. They wanted to see the Cardinals beat us is crap. Okay, stop making excuses. Start making plays. That's where I'm at with Dak Prescott, and that's why the defense is unbelievable. But when you need it, three minutes in a game, and I got to go score on the road, you couldn't do it against the Cardinals? Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, and again, Sam Howe found a way. Daniel Jones found a way. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't sexy. They didn't light up. Well, 
Jones ended up lighting up the box score by the fourth quarter. But, yeah, (laughs) don't always give me pause, man. I just can't. I see. I just can't back him. I just just can't. I just can't back him. I want to ask you about a team that maybe you can back. But I'm not sure. I'm watching, Jason, and you're closer to it with the Ravens. So I want to get your take on this. This offense is, it's, ah, eh, okay, it's all right. But how the hell do you lose to the Colts when they don't even have Anthony Richardson this weekend? Yeah, or Jonathan Taylor or, you know, Ryan Kelly, their center. Um, Are they getting killed in Baltimore? They're kind of of playing without a tight end. They're not getting killed, I mean, because they had eight starters out, but, like, they always have guys out, and the Colts had guys out too, and – um, people are upset. I mean, John Harbaugh uh, blew an opportunity to call a timeout. He had Zay Flowers uh, fair catch a punt after the Ravens defense produced a safety that should have put the game away in the fourth quarter. And basically, they, they botched that sequence. They should have taken the game um, under the two-minute warning. They didn't. That extra timeout ended up being a big deal. Uh, all they Coaching needed was blunder? a first down and multiple – Yes, absolutely. Coaching, absolutely okay. coaching blunder. Um, now there was some, there was some like, there was a long delay as they tried to figure out exactly when Gardner Minshew stepped out and when the, you know, where the clock should be reset. But there was still plenty of time for them to get their, get things straight on the sidelines. And then in that situation, they had they had timeouts to spare, so you could have just called a timeout to make sure that the rookies, a flowers, were no longer in a fair catch situation. You know, now we need to get this clock under two minutes. Um. Look, they put the ball on the ground four times, lost a couple of them. Uh, they th- three straight sequences where they're up 7 nothing. Kenyon Drake has a long run, gets stripped from behind, fumbles. The next drive ends on a Lamar Jackson fumble that he pounced on. The next drive ends on a lost fumble that turns into a touchdown, lost fumble deep in their territory. Then the next mm. drive ends on a bad snap fumble for a field goal Colts go up 10-7 at the half uh look and then the Ravens in the fourth quarter even though Justin Tucker misses a field goal he normally makes it was 61 yards in the rain like it shouldn't be considered automatic for anybody uh they stopped throwing the ball you know the, the Todd Monkin showed no faith their new offensive coordinator in their passing game whatsoever and they had opportunities on second and third down to try to throw for a first down put the game away and they didn't do it. They just kept running and it got predictable. And, and th- there's a lot of stats in this game that will, that will blow your mind. But this one, like if you're talking about how the Ravens were supposed to evolve under Todd Munkin, this one was like quintessential Greg Roman, their old offensive coordinator. In the second half and overtime, because this game went deep into overtime, that's a lot of extra football. In the second half and overtime, the Ravens ran 23 rushing plays, for 5.1 yards per carry. They ran 24 pass attempts for okay. 4.7 for 4.7 yards per attempt. 